Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, DJ, Nikki Snacks, Kreider Nick. We were talking about football in the first segment, and there's definitely so much to talk about football because the NFL can't stop, won't stop, never stops. But you and I, while we were switching cameras and switching gears, we wanted to revert back to baseball. Yeah, we, we did. There's a rumor that the Padres may be interested in going after Trey Turner. Sure. Shortstop, who was initially drafted by the Padres in the first round a while back and was traded to the Nationals for in a three-team deal for Will Myers to eventually come to the Padres from the Rays. Um, since then, of course, we've seen Trey Turner win a World Series, and then he's gone to the Dodgers, um, and now he's a free agent, which a lot of teams are interested. He's probably maybe the second or third most desirable player on the market. Mm. Would you say that? Sickener. Probably third. Most desirable. Judge number one. DeGrom maybe number two. He's not number two. No, Turner's number two. For you me. think number two? Okay. DeGrom, so, Verlander's old. DeGrom doesn't stay healthy. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. If the Padres truly go after Trey Turner, what are they doing? They're like, telling like, Fernando Tatis to kick rocks. So they got to find a trade partner for Fernando Tatis. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. There's no way that we make it happen with Tatis, with Turner, with Machado, with Soto. Because I think a goal that the Padres have in mind is to retain Soto and extend him. I mean, I so would you imagine. Some, you have to get some money off the books. Yeah. You can't be able to pay Manny Machado $300 million, can't pay Tatis $340 million, and Turner's probably going to get close to $300 million, and try to get Soto, who declined a $400 million deal from the Nationals. Okay. Yes, you have to have so- Soto, you have to have on the back burner. In the rear view mirror, but you can't really be that cognizant. If you're looking to make a move like you're making, looking to make a move like for Turner right now, you have to be cognizant of Soto in the near future. But your main focus has to be on okay. If I'm going to bring in a 300, because when you're when you bring in Soto, it's before the Tatis suspension. Right. You thought that they were going to play together. Play together. Play so together you're antici- you're already mentally anticipating having one $300 million man in Machado, a second in Tatis, and potentially a $400 million man in Juan Soto. Right. So you already know that you're going to spend that kind of money. You were anticipating spending that kind of money anyway. And you got Joe Musgrove on a $100, $100 million deal. Which is, in this day and age, a steal. It is. So let me ask you this. If you're going to be bringing in Trey Turner... You were never anticipating operating under the the assumption that you were going to have three, maybe three $300 million man deals and one $400 million man deal. But let's say you're going, okay. Which I think is pretty unlikely. I, that would be, that's insane. It's over a billion dollars contributing to four guys. And then you add over a billion dollars and you add Musgrove yeah. and Darvish. Ain't, you still have to pay for pitching. Yeah. Like pitching ain't cheap. Can't be the Angels. No. So what if one of those guys goes down? Right. We've like seen we've it. We've seen it. it not work. Yeah. So for me, I look at this situation where if the Padres were to go after a guy like Trey Turner, they ultimately have to move a Machado. They have to move a Tatis Jr. Which and they're not moving Machado. It's a no, I mean, yeah, dude, it's a no-brainer. 
you got to move Tatis. See ya. If that if it's the case, which I don't think this is going to happen, because ultimately Trey Turner has to decide he wants to go to the Padres, and he's been very vocal about going back to the East Coast. That's where he wants to play. So that's why Philly has been an option. I think the Mets and the Yankees have been options as well. But if it were to happen, I believe that Tatis would get moved just from a myriad of reasons. He has injury history. He had the suspension, immaturity issues, leadership issues that I point to. Now let's take a step back. He is only 23 years old as it stands right now. He'll be 24 during the season. Trey Turner will be 30 mid-season. He turns 30 in June. There's a six-year age difference, basically, five and a half. I personally don't, un- I just don't know if it's more valuable to add Trey Turner than to keep Tatis because with Tatis, you're getting six extra years. He's He probably hasn't even come into his prime yet. He's got more power. He's more of a superstar factor. With Trey Turner, it's a surefire bet. I think it's a, it's a less, less of a risk because he's proven to be an elite defender, an elite base stealer, an elite, an elite winner, elite winner, elite leadoff hitter. He's a five-tool player. He really is. 100%. Tatis, there's, there's been questions literally all season and offseason whether or not he's even going to play shortstop next season because Kim played so well. Is he going to play outfield? Is he going to DH and play shortstop? He comes back, I think, on April 20th. So I guess we'll see, but... This is all hypothetical if the Padres actually really want to go after Trey Turner. And I, I don't see it actually happening. I think I, if if I, had, if I were the Padres and I had the option to go after one of these two guys, like if someone was telling me, okay, you're going to get one of them, they both want to play there, I would trade Tatis Jr. No, I would, to me, it's a no-brainer. I would get the headache, the money for a guy who's off injured off my books, because we're t- we're talking about the suspension, but we're not even talking about the reason he wasn't even playing in the first place because he was hurt. Right. He'd already missed the half the year on the injury. Mm-hmm. It was doing a rehab assignment. Yeah, and because he got into a motorcycle accident in the Dominican Republic and then refused to let team doctors take a look at it and then prolong the surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, and he was already injured last year. I mean, Turner's a guy that can go for 25 and 25. He's going to hit 300, play again, play... He could play short. He could play second. He could play even if you really needed to when you were in a desperate situation to play outfield. Like I mean, this guy is a multi-tool player, and he hits leadoff. And if you, then all of a sudden you're going to a lineup where it's Turner, Soto, Machado, Machado, whoever you get at first base, sure, Cronenworth, Cronenworth, and then like you know at that point it's pick your poison, like whatever you guys decide to deploy after that. And we're operating under the assumption that you're not getting anything back in return for Tatis Jr., which you will. You are. Right. If you make a trade, you're getting someone's top prospect, at least one or two. I mean, you, dude, could, you could honestly command whatever you want. I'm looking at I'm looking at these I'm looking at the teams that I I I'm almost dead certain if you're like, hey, this guy's available. They would make a play. Okay. The Marlins. Mm-hmm. No offense, all pitching, are always in desperate, motiv- desperately motivated for a splash, right? To build a fan base, a team that's technically a big, it is a big market team that had a high in a low, wants, to, but has shown they're willing to spend the money. Mm-hmm. The Cubs. I was a little about to say the Cubs. The Cubs. The Marlins will do it. 
The Yankees will do it. Sure, if it, if the price is right. I mean, they have to, they have their own issues to worry Look, about. I think conceivably every single team in Major League Baseball, maybe with the exception of the Astros and I would say the Dodgers because I don't think they would give the Dodgers Tatis. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's uh, he's we could just take the NL West out. I don't think that they're going to trade him to an NL West team if they were to, a trade were to happen. I conceivably can see every single team in Major League Baseball wanting him. I don't think the Mets can do it because they've got Lindor already locked well, up. No, nah, there's got certain teams fish to fry. like the A's, the Royals, the Nats, the Pirates that you could just immediately check out. I think the Tigers have made their made their bed sloppily with the Javier Baez signing. You also have to look and see, look, there's Correa on the market. There's Bogarts on the market. There's Dansby Swanson on the market. There is Trey Turner on the market. It's, a, it's like op- the deepest shortstop market we've ever seen. But if you're the San Diego Padres, and you, I, even if you don't sign Trey Turner, like if the Padres don't even sign Trey Turner, I would still be taking calls on Fernando Tatis. Really? Yes. You just went to the NLCS without him. I don't know about that. Take a call. Take a call, but pick up the phone. Like you went to the NLCS without him, but imagine how far they could have gone with him. Sure, they could have won it all. Maybe, but he wasn't there, and it's not like he wasn't there. He was hurt, and he's that's not the first injury he's had. Oh, I I understand. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, but I'm very I'm always skeptical of like injured players, which is why I would never just, go after a guy like Kraya. There's just so many things that people say that the Padres need to add this offseason where it's like, we need more slugging, we need more outfield, we need more first base, we need starting pitching. People forget that we're literally adding a superstar shortstop to the lineup that wasn't there last year. Yeah. Like that's that's a free agency acquisition in its own. <laughs> but I'm wondering, like, I'm just now curious of what you can get for him because there's never like, yeah, of course you're always curious. I'm sure, look, AJ Preller never never have seen a phone call he didn't like honestly like he, he'll take any phone call like when it comes when it comes to a, a trade or a signing or something he's gonna listen to everything under the sun like what could the yankees give me a mix of prospects and and and, and a starter like or and another bat what can the blue jays give me give, give us bullshit and uh Actually, nothing. Now that I really no. think of not, because you can't. You're, uh, would you? Would you're the Blue Jays? Would you trade Bo Bichette for Fernando Tatis Jr.? Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't. You, you say you, you're saying that Bo Bichette's better than Fernando Tatis. The way Bo Bichette finished the season last year, at that point, I'm comfortable enough to have Bo Bichette on my roster still. I think I'm it's an not upgrade. Making, it's I'm not. It's pound for pound an upgrade. But if you throw in all the intangibles, it's not necessarily enough of an upgrade where I'm willing to blow up a roster. We also have to consider as well that like maybe it just takes time for this guy to mature, right? Sure. He's 23 years old. Yeah, I mean, like, look, where were we when we were 23 years old? Yeah, he's he's used to being a superstar his entire life. His dad was a professional baseball player, right? In Dominican, he was he was a god. Like he needs to kind of take a step back and. So wake up and smell the roses for a little bit. And I think that this this is a wake-up call, the suspension, the injuries and everything. I hope that he's focused now and that he has taken the next step to becoming a, a full, complete, mature baseball player. So I think we really got to give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, I'm not saying you don't. Like, and this is all just obviously we're speculating here, right? And we're into, This is just a crazy hypothetical. It'll probably never happen. But, you know, I'm looking around the league, and I'm just curious of all the young shortstops. Like, a guy like Fernando Tatis Jr., 
if in a perfect world he comes back and is mature and he's healthy, that's like that's a guy that can go for fifty. Yeah, fifty fifty. Uh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> They're probably not gonna let him steal that much because he's injury. Prone. I would, I would imagine he gets flagged for like twenty base. You know, hey, you can you get the green flag for like twenty bases. Fifty bases is a little egregious, but you know what I'm saying. I just don't. I need, first of all, you see him come back. I'm an, and I'm assuming he comes back fine. I look. I mean, the yeah, they lost Freddie Freeman, but Olsen had a good year. They brought Acuna back the following year, and, and you know, and they yeah. fell short. They still won 100 games, but like they fell short. Yeah, and look, Braves are another team that have been able to save a lot of money on the contracts that they've done. So, like, that's another team as well to be, keep an eye out on. Um, but yeah, with with Tatis, I think the surgeries that he had, he had the wrist surgery, of course, to repair. That was the biggest injury all season long. One of the big injuries that has been keep it, keeping him in and out of the lineup for the past couple of seasons has been the shoulder. And he's refused to get shoulder surgery pretty much his entire career up until when he got suspended. When he got suspended, he was like, fine, I'll get my, my shoulder surgery. So this offseason, or, or not this offseason, during the season, he got shoulder surgery, which would put him on a timeline to be ready for spring training and to be ready for when his suspension is lifted. So... Let's just say that all the injuries are taken care of and squared away because those are the biggest ones. And he's matured and he's really looked himself in the mirror and thought, okay, I've been a selfish player. I need to step up my leadership and I need to be a better team player. Then I think, and look, this is a big if, but if that's all true, then he's probably one of the most valuable players in all of baseball. No, it's you not a big if. Go. It's 100% true. He is one of the, he, he, before he was hurt, he was one of the most valuable players in baseball. So it's a 50-50, I think. It's a gamble. I think you're taking a gamble regardless of what happens. All I know is if I get a sweet, sweet offer. You're taking it. Yeah. We've spent 14 minutes talking about Trey Turner going to the Padres. I, I don't know if that's going to happen, to be completely honest. Um, but would be interesting. Well, I'm into trade speculation. Now I'm like, I'm just like looking across the league of like, Who's available in trade? Like, who can I... Like, the Nationals made their move already. They already traded Juan Soto. The the, the A's have, like, you know, guys, like a yeah. bucket of bones. Like, the Angels, like, <clears throat> won't do it. They won't trade Otani. They won't trade Mike Trout, right? The Rangers have made a pivot to not sell, but to add. Mariners are contending. Tigers are on the up very slowly and incrementally. The Royals, like, what pieces did they really have to pawn off? They have Bobby Witt Jr., and I'm curious to see if he really fits in that timeline. The White Sox are a team that's interesting if they don't re-sign Jose Abreu. Does Robert become available? Does Menez become available? You know, can you go and get one of those guys from the White Sox? That becomes interesting. I don't necessarily know what the Giants are doing, nor do I know if they have anything really worth value to me. They don't. I, the, Losing one, if they lose Rodon. The, I mean, Logan honestly, Webb. The only thing that the Giants can do right now is spend money. That's the only way that they're going to save their franchise. But if they miss out and they don't really sign anybody, you're going to have to move Logan Webb. He becomes automatically one of the most valuable pitchers in the market. If they bust this free agency, for sure, they have, I think to, they, they I, have to. I think they are going to. Like the giant, like why are you? Why would you go there unless the money is exorbitant? Like if you're a player that wants to win, like you're not going to go to the Giants. It's a rich franchise. It's a great franchise, but like you're not going to be better than the Dodgers or the Padres. I don't think it's a very you know 
it's not a very sexy organization for me to go to. Phillies, Mets, Braves are contending. The Marlins, you have to anticipate, are one of these teams like that. They, they have to be a sneaky team to throw some money at a guy. For sure. Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts. I, I, I could see them getting and pairing with Jazz Chisholm, uh, who's a bit overrated. I, you, the Rays are never – no one in the AL East is folding. You know who really could honestly – except you know, who really could be a big name on the trade market if they don't retain it, Bogarts or get a shortstop? Devers. Yeah. That'd be interesting. You may have to. Yeah, I mean, just he's retool. The, he's like the he's he's one of the, he's a top three third baseman. Him, mm-hmm. Riley Machado, Arenado, Arenado four. Sorry, apologies. Arenado was an MVP candidate. <laughs> top four first. Platinum, platinum club yeah, winner. Yeah, I mean, no, the best. So, Arenado, Riley, uh, Machado, Devers, pick your poison. He's a top. Four, he's a, he's in the, he's in the Mount Rushmore of current third baseman. He all of a sudden becomes available, and at that point, every team has to be sitting there, and the Red Sox have a pick of whoever they want to trade him to for however, however how much. Yeah. That guy's invaluable. Especially since he hasn't technically been resigned yet either. So, like, you no. get to kind of make your own deal with a guy like that. I with mean, Tatis, if, at least, like, you already know what the deal is. Yeah. If they miss out on him... I mean, sorry, if they miss out on Bogarts and if they miss out on Correa, the Sox will ultimately have to trade Rafael Devers. I think that'll be the next move. So I think Devers is an interesting piece to look out for to be moved. <laughs> if the Giants really swing and miss, Logan Webb could become available. Hopefully you can move Story, too. <laughs> oh, my God. What was that deal? Like, why didn't you sign Kevin God? Like, why didn't you sign Gosman? Why didn't you sign Robbie Ray? Like, I'm not entirely sure I know what the twins are doing buxton is going to go down as the biggest what if in the history of the game they took royce lewis first and he's been hurt so there's definitely like a lot of questions like looking across baseball who are guys that can some guys that can be moved here um but i think the white Sox are a team to keep an eye on because they they were older in some in some respects but young in others they completely were the most disappointing team in baseball last year yeah i mean they really shake it down who else was more disappointed than the White Sox? Yeah. The Angels, maybe. I think it started with the managerial hire they had. Hard why one. Why were they hiring Tony La Russa in the first place? You have a, you're the Chicago White Sox. You have a young, like, Latino. like, fiery Latino team. And you get Tony La Russa? Terrible. Who did he suck off is the question. <laughs> God, a bottle of Jack. A bottle of Jack <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony, I'll take three LaRusso. I mean, God, what a horrible, horrible, pitiful hiring that was. That really, yeah. that was a franchise sinker, honestly. Yeah, it was terrible. So bad. But yeah, it's such an exciting franchise, too. It's like you got Tim Anderson, you got Jimenez, oh, you yeah, got Robert, yeah. you got Mokata, you got Obreu. Like, that's a great lineup. Grandal, I mean, they just really fell flat. You got last Lance year. Lynn, you know, like. They may dude, they they may move um Lucas Giolito. Yeah, they should. They should blow it up. I think so too. Everyone thought that these guys were gonna be in the World Series like every year. I from like twenty twenty to like twenty twenty three and like nothing. My World Series pick was White Sox Phillies. If you doth remember correctly. I doth remember. Yeah. Um yeah, man, it, it's it's really crazy out there with the White Sox. I really thought they had a chance, and, and now I'm I'm team blow it. You know what up? Like, mm-hmm. 
I and to me, I look at a team like the Rays, and I'm just always like, "How are y'all good?" But yet, yet again, they'll they'll come back next year and they'll have a, a great rotation. I gotta look up my World Series picks because I think I had the Astros in there, but you know, we'll see. You you had it? I didn't think I had them winning because I think I had the Padres winning, but really, yeah, we'll have to see. Well, the Padres came close, dude. I yeah. mean, the White the White Sox were an absolute swing and miss. Just like a really pathetic trade. I'm curious. I'm I'm keeping an eye on the Rays. You should. I think they make a splash. They gave Franco a fat deal. I think all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're not afraid around. Throw, they're not afraid to throw. They're always cash. a team that can can be in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Josh Fisher, Nikki Snacks, Crider, Charity Stripe fans out there, drag both feet inbound. So I'm gonna full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, hit your free throws. Why, Nick? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out, show. And now this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.